Okay, so we're live. Welcome back to the Magic Minds podcast. I'm Matt Bourke. Check us out. Another another location. We're in St. Patrick's Park, uh, just just off across the road from where I done the last intro on John Dillon Street. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole history of the park. You can Google it. Google's your friend these days. But uh, loads of memories here. Loads of memories. Uh, I used to hang around here as a kid. Uh, most of my ma's Mother's Day presents would have came from here. Daffodils geraniums fucking sunflowers they came with the muck and all I used to just pull them out of the ground and bring them over to me man uh, I drove the, the the gardeners the park range whatever you want to call them fucking demented demented we'll show you in a few minutes Aaron will, will swing the camera around at the end but there's a load of bushes over there but we used to dig holes and there's a pond so we used to dig huge big holes maybe four or five feet and fill them with water and uh We'd get the old uh, park uh, ranger's attention. He'd come up and get us, and he'd fall into the into the hole. Uh, he'd try to get us out of park. We wouldn't get out of park. We fucking threw, threw all sorts of language at him. And then uh, one day, I bumped into him. I was with me ma. He was one of me ma's friends. Me ma used to drink in the pub, and your man obviously pieced it all together. Needless to say, I got myself a fucking whooping for that one, and I was back on uh, bread and water for a couple of months the story of my life uh, I was on lockdown This the way I'm talking um, Aaron's here with me today Aaron the, the stories I'm telling you swear it was a little bollocks as a kid wouldn't you, well, you <laughs> myself and Aaron are on location here so yeah this is just a deadly a deadly park I bring my daughter down here now obviously we don't have the same fun as I used to have but she loves it Paddy's Park we call it there's always activities you know Christchurch is just up the road there's the Vikings Bullally School is across the way and you've got Stephen's Green over the other side and I say behind me is Patrick's Cathedral great uh, great for tourists it's just a fantastic area it's always buzzing just a couple of minutes ago there was a couple of uh, students maybe eight or nine of them over there doing yoga on the grass uh, so yeah it's lively there as you can hear the going boy you can see the Viking splash it's actually a brilliant tour well worth it we've done it a few times with the patients out of the hospital so yeah it was, it's well worth it so that's it there's the park another uh, Dublin 8 location on my door uh, the last interview was with Atuli Mitre fantastic interview I'm glad people liked it uh, Aaron's holding on to the camera there there's a lot of wind hopefully it doesn't wreck the sound but yeah Atuli Mitre brilliant I love meditation I love that whole uh, spirituality I love being down in the, the Dublin Buddhist Centre again I'll be 100% honest I don't uh, I don't practice my meditation as much as I should I should as much as I'd like to uh, I'd love to go down there more but I'm busy with the podcast I'm busy doing the video so you know if you want to be good in one thing you got to give up another it's like training if you want to do training you got to sacrifice going out and your family and all that kind of stuff so that was that interview it was fantastic fantastic uh, our interview this week is with Joe Doyle Joe Doyle is an entrepreneur myself and Aaron went up to meet him fantastic on his way to making 100 million I'd say uh, it was brilliant to sit down and I tried to take as much advantage of the situation as I could to tap into his mind because he has a fascinating mind check him out he's on uh, Facebook Joe uh, Doyle Entrepreneur if you want to ask many questions there's loads of videos up there so we just tapped in and asked him like you know how we started any advice for young entrepreneurs or for us as a podcast what mistakes he made advice like it was brilliant it was like a lot of the the, the successful people that we've talked to over the last number of months and year with the podcast same kind of stuff work ethic you know turn up all doing all the right things you know hard work is a huge one honesty straight talking good communication you know having a vision same as the likes of uh 
Brian Penny and anyone else we talked to, all the, 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 the successful people tend to do the same thing. You know, so look, have a listen to the interview. Let us know what you think. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, there's loads to learn in it. Like, not just he, his background is building work and that kind of business, but I think personally, you can transfer any of those skills to whatever things you want to do in life, whether it be your own personal journey, whether you want to do a business of some sort. Uh, yeah, yeah, check it out. It's really, really impressive interview. I loved it. Myself and Aaron had a good old chat. I'm going to link Imram because some of the stuff he does for his little videos, we're going to implement. We're going to change our camera work. We're going to put a backdrop in. We're going to change it, make a little studio for ourselves because it looked really professional. It was really consistent. Yeah, we were we were well impressed with it, myself and Aaron, you know. So, yeah, it was buzzing after the interview. Yeah, so look, check out the interview uh, and let us know what you think. As always, we'll thank Noel Royley from Rooney Graphics Media. Uh, Shannon's Hopeline the girls are doing fantastic work there uh, mental health warriors and as always mind yourself you know be kind to you in service of the rest of the world and keep practicing your gratuity again I'll ask you now think of something that you're grateful for today yes you're the week on boy and hold on to that thought and try to do it every day and practice gratuity it'll serve you well and it'll help you with your relationships and your life in general I hope it was good for me you know so look have a fantastic day and check out the interview take it easy bye bye this podcast I'm Matt Bourke on the show today I'm joined by Joe Doyle Joe what is the crack thank you for having me today Matt pleasure to be here absolute pleasure guys I've asked Joe to come on the show today Joe is an entrepreneur busy businessman so I'm, a, I'm actually really grateful to get your time joe so we asked you to come on the show to give us an insight to life as a young young entrepreneur not not as young as i used to be not no. not as young as i as i was at one stage <laughs> just give that mic a little push away please. yeah oh wait right there we go perfect, perfect perfect look before we get into it uh give us a little history of yourself you know skill growing up where did that all happen for you uh pretty much not too far from from my office i don't i don't actually uh move too much out of me uh out of me postcode, you know. Grew born in Clondalkin, grew up in Clondalkin, still live in Clondalkin. Most of the business I do, I, I do in Clondalkin as well. Um, yeah, like it's, you know, I, I've 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 been brought up in the land of opportunity, as I say to people, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, like you know, so like in, in my neighbourhood, where, whereabouts are you from exactly? Uh, Dublin, eh? Me, Dublin, okay. Deliberties. Deliberties, right? So you know, I'm sure, like your your neck of the woods is the land of opportunity as well you could you could grow up there as a, as a kid into a teenager and you could be you could you could go to college you could be a tradesman you could be you could be a criminal you could be a drug addict you could be whatever you wanted and nobody really cared one way or other you know um, and that you know everybody's so busy with their own life that they didn't really applaud or discriminate anybody in my area growing up there it was just you could be whatever you wanted um, but it's just that most people didn't become entrepreneurs I know you did. Fantastic. Yeah, that, that, that kind of resonates with me, what you're saying about the area. My area's like that as well. You know, they're not a kind of a begrudging area. You know, they, they wish you well. You hope you do well. You know, uh, if you want to be on in my area, there's actors, there's footballers. Brilliant. There's comedians, there's Aaron, Aaron, there's <laughs> social media. Uh, yeah. And there's you. And there's, yeah, me, <laughs> McNumty. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's, and there's drug addicts, there's everything. Yeah. It's a melting pot, but it's yeah. a fantastic area. And yeah, I can resonate with that. I would say it's the, the land of opportunity. Yeah, I, I always say it, like I, I grew up in the land of opportunity. And when you when you look at it then, you know, as I kind of progressed on the business side of things and, and, and things like that later on, um, like I realised how blessed I was that 
when I was starting off, I was starting off from such a kind of a low level financially that, you know, if if I didn't succeed in my business, nobody really cared. You know, I didn't have that much of a of a fall from grace. You know, um, I didn't need a college degree and you know, 50 grand's worth of cars in the driveway and a 400 grand mortgage just to blend in, which unfortunately people in the more affluent areas of the city need just to just to break even. PhD, gigantic mortgage, these yeah. are, the, these are the, the necessities of yeah. uh, modern life at the moment. To get a decent job, you reckon you need a PhD or a master's? And yeah, we, we have a certain view on education anyways you know oh, um, me too me too me too I'm actually in the, um, in the process of doing a, a video I think I sent it on to you about my uh, view on education you know yeah because I didn't grow up in an area where uh, creativity following your passion following yeah. what you might be good at it was either you go to college get a degree and you get a professional job yeah or you get a trade or you work McDonald's or you're a tick you'll sweep the streets yeah a you fosser you become a fosser yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you'll be on fosser you'll do <laughs> fuck all which I love yeah, I yeah. Like, were you growing up in that mentality as yeah well? we seen like yeah around you know that's like yeah look you know the whole like actually anytime we make a video on social media the one that gets the most uh the most uh, polarisation of the listeners is got to do with the talk around education. I just believe it's a broken system. I just believe it's a broken system. It's, you know, the success rate is not, it's not anywhere near as, as good as what could be or what should be. You know, the amount of people that have degrees and stuff like that that don't actually use them. Like a degree is a very costly thing to get in terms of opportunity cost in my opinion you know 100 percent. i've got i've got a view similar to yours about the education system it's failed just like i believe that the the health and fitness uh, system that's failed as well that doesn't work for people either for so many reasons but that's a different conversation but anatomically people are different not everyone fits into the 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 model of education you know some are creative some are logical some are analytical some are imaginative so how can you get everyone to do the same thing? Rote yeah. learning, rote learning, learn for an exam. Sure, it doesn't even replicate the work and really? work. Yeah, like yeah, teamwork, yeah. project work. Yeah, uh, the stuff that you do in school doesn't replicate that at the end of the, the year in the exam. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't prepare people, does it? I, I don't believe it does. And as I said, like I've I've a, a skewed view of it. Now, for anybody listening to this and they have kids and they're like, oh, you can't be saying. Listen, if you're a kid and you're in school or in college now, right? It's your duty to absolutely knock it out of the park, right? Not because of the academic qualifications that you're going to get, but for to be able to start and say, I don't know what this means. I don't understand this whole topic or this subject. And to be able to educate yourself in the way of learning, I think that's a very powerful thing, you know? Um, I got a few times kids would message me, like, and they're like, yeah, I don't like skill. No, 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 listen you must perform well in school. You know, mm. you must give it 100%. You must get yourself into the the mind frame of that, you know, just because I don't understand something doesn't mean I can't do it. Oh, yeah, you know, 100%. but I just, you know, when it comes down to later on getting jobs and stuff like that, they're not, the, the, the link was broken somewhere mm. through history between, you know, really good academic education and then, you know, financial security. Yeah, Absolutely. At what age, at what, at what kind of stage in your life did you, you notice that you had these entrepreneurial skills that you had a way for making a book? Eh, oh, Jesus, like, that's a, that's actually an unusual one there because there'll be certain benchmarks through my yeah. life, you know? Um, like, so, look, who, who doesn't want to make money when they're a kid? You know, it, it was my thing, so who doesn't? So, you know, started off as a bricklayer, 
was always doing little nixers on the weekends and building pillars and stuff like that for people to make a few quid here and there. You sometimes you'd make more money on, on the weekend than you would on the week's wages as an apprentice. Um, I always had a passion for property, so bought a house when I was 18. And then uh, then I got another one when I was 19. Another one was 20, and I kept going with that. And it was actually very simple to do at the time. To be honest, it was far easier to do then than now. It was, like, it was, it was, it was simple. You could buy... A house for a hundred and thirty, hundred forty thousand, and you could get a ninety-two percent mortgage. So, hundred forty grand. What did you need to say? Eight grand. You need about ten or twelve grand. No, about twelve grand to get a house. You know. Wow. Um. So that was the first one I got. Then after that, then you're into you know without getting too technical. But after that, then you needed to get. Um. You could only get eighty percent mortgages. But what I actually figured out, not I figured out, this was the the way the rules at the time, is the bank would give you eighty percent of the purchase price of a house. Mm-hmm. Or they would give you, if you're building a house, they'd give you 80% of the purchase price of the land and 100% of the por- of the construction cost. So the amount of money that you needed to get into these things was quite small, and they just kind of rolled from there, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, they don't give money out like they used to, did they? <laughs> Definitely not, no. Definitely not. Do you think them days will come back, though, that they, they'll throw money out and we'll go back into that kind of, without trying to predict the future? I'm just worried that we'll go through that whole recession again, based on the bank. And all. There will most definitely be another recession, 100%, and then after that there'll be another boom, and then after that there'll be another recession. This is just cyclical. It's the way of the world, you know? Yeah. Um, the problem the last time, I believe, is that it was such, like it came after such a good boom, that obviously the fall from grace was going to be a lot, a lot higher than uh, than what people want, and it and it didn't just hit one sector. You know, we had the dot com boom. Do you remember that? Yeah, the dot com yeah, yeah. bust. Then we had I don't know whatever. There's all these different ones that came at various different stages. But the last time around, I think everything just got lettered at the one time, and that's what that's what was horrific. You know. Yeah, I follow your 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 Facebook page, and you've got two programs at the moment. Is it the fifty two yeah. weeks, and then you have the the tradesman. Yeah. we got the survival guide yeah yeah tell us a little bit about the 52 weeks one then yeah it's called 52 steps to a better business and the the, the entire kind of philosophy of the program is if we help people um, improve their business one step at a time over the course of 52 weeks just one little thing you know we could we could improve you you know you, this, you obviously walk out there's a man there that likes to lift right like so if you weeks, yeah. if you could get 1% percent disco muscle but if you could get if you could get better at 1% at the rate of 1% per week you know for 52 weeks you're going to be you're going to be in good shape at the end of 52 weeks you know so that's the the philosophy for the business program as well you know and what way do people sign up? Is it is it did it come in? Is it school? Is it what way does it no, work? It's 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 an online program with a good bit of kind of one to one interaction as well, you know. So uh we have got two hundred and odd people on it, um, tradesmen, sole traders, business owners, and it's all the learning is done online, but there's a bit of a social aspect to it as well. So, you know, lads would call down to the office, we go for lunch, different things, you know. Um a lot of lads do bits of business with each other on that as well, you know. Um is there modules? Is there modules? Yeah. Is there learning? Yeah, oh, what's yeah, the, what's the structure of it? So the, the way it works is so if you're coming in to start with us today, right? So it's a year long, it's a fifty two step programme that was a year long and now we've condensed it down to six months and we find that when you take time out of the equation, people's urgency levels go up. So they apply 10 times more effort to it Great you know um, so if you were to start with us today first thing what happened is um, we've got a, a module called business basics so it's about 14 different things that you must do in your business right away to have it in good shape you know again bring it into the fitness world you know if you're going to go off and start joining the gym for the first time ever there's certain things you must know about 
hydration, nutrition, opening hours of the gym, closing hours of the gym, yeah, yeah. basic warming up, cooling down, all these different things. Loads you know? of little blind spots. Yeah, and, and guys are just like walking off cliffs left, right, and centre, you know. So we just uncover that. So that's it. You come in, you go through that. After that, then we do our strategy session. We sit down, right? Where are you at now? Where do you want to be? And we make a 30 day plan. A 30 day plan. And uh, then it, we basically just implement on that 30 day plan and we have uh, regular sessions to, to follow up on that. So, you know, we're having two accountability sessions a week where we're checking in. Did you do that? No. Did you, like, I, I actually have to go and give out to a fella now tonight because uh, he joined there not too long ago. Um, came down, told me the problem was busy. We could see what's going on. Gave him the, as I said, gave him the medicine. Five days later, he hadn't taken the medicine. Get on the phone. I promise you, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, okay, I'm checking in on the business. Still hasn't got it done, you know. So you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe he has a rich daddy somewhere that's paying the bills from that. He's not too bothered, but something's not right there, you know. <laughs> smell of fish. Yeah, something, something's not right, you know. And you can see it, you know. Yeah. Um, I do, I do believe like that. Uh, you know, this is my own personal belief that every single human being on the planet has a superpower. They have one thing that they are better than, not that they can stop trains like Superman, but they've got one thing that they are better at than everybody else they know. And that's their superpower. And for me, I only realised that I can look into pretty much any small business, particularly in the construction space, and within the space of five or ten minutes, I can figure out exactly what's going wrong with it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, now, fixing it is another problem. Yeah. But the diagnosis... Yeah. Awareness is, and insight is the start of anything. Yeah, for sure, you know. So... Uh, the, the unfortunate thing is lots of people have a superpower. I said everyone has a superpower, but they don't tap into it. And they just leave it or they never monetize it. You know, and even if they're not really into chasing money, like they should definitely monetize it to the point where it makes them and their family a little bit more comfortable, in my opinion, you know. Hmm. Savage sounds like a fantastic program. Yeah, it's good, yeah. It's you know, we probably hope so. We push it hard, we push it well, you know. What's the difference then between that and the uh the, the tradesman's uh, survival, the survival guide. guide so the tradesman's survival guide is just a simple one-off program um where people walk through it at their own pace again it's just some of the many pitfalls that that they go through so for example tradesman's survival guide would be you know about contracts and documents that people use and manners to the, the the manner in which they can deliver prices and quotes and get work and stuff like that whereas business basics would be all the stuff that you must do which is the module in the 52 steps you must have that done before you do anything so if you're going to start a business tomorrow, I'd say to you here, listen, just do that now. That's what you must do. This is how you go about opening your bank account. You must open two. That's bank the fifty-two uh, steps. Yeah, it's the business basics. So it's that's called. all business, not just trade. Yes, anything, any anything. Just do this first before you do anything. Just do this, and then the tradesman survival guide specifically for that. You know, um, it's all stuff that we picked up during the years in my own business in the construction game for a long time. Like we've. Uh, I've actually got a board in my office there and um, it's uh, it's got all the people that ripped me off with money over the years, you know? Yeah. So we've done like literally thousands and thousands of repairs all over Dublin, you know, literally two and a half thousand, probably close to three thousand repairs in individual houses and you come across people who are only quick to shaft you and stuff like that and any time that something happened like that, we just took their name down and put them on the board and I'm like, right, how did that happen to me? How can I make sure that doesn't happen again? And then you see other guys making the same problems on the regular. And that's when the, the idea for the program came together, you know. That's brilliant. A lot of self-reflection. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. Like, the, 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 the most learning I done was when I was almost bankrupt. You know, I didn't realise it at the time, but that was the best thing that ever happened to me, you know. Brilliant. You know, it was a, it was a very difficult, challenging time. Um, you know, emotionally and obviously financially, like, but 
didn't realise what I was actually going through was the best learning curve that anyone could ever encounter, you know. That segues nice on to my next kind of question I wanted to ask you. What failures have you learned the most from uh, along the way and why? What failures have I learned the most from? So when when uh, when the when the when the when it, when it hit the fan for me and you know I, I owed all that money to the banks. Um, personally, I didn't do anything wrong other than went along with the hype and with the you know with with the masses. You know, I took all this money that was getting given out and everything else. You know, so. Um, Personally, I didn't do that wrong. Who who done it wrong? Did I do it wrong for taking the money, or did they do it wrong for giving me the money? But the reality is, it doesn't make a difference. Who's in the wrong? I have to deal with it. So I learned, you know, I learned that sometimes you don't, you can do the right thing, and things can still be wrong. So nowadays, I things can still go wrong. Nowadays, I, like I'm, I'm like so paranoid about every bit of business that I do. It's 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 crazy, you know, um, to the point like where. You know, maybe an sporting entrepreneur or a motivated entrepreneur will look and say, "Right, how can I make money from this guy, or how can I make money from this situation, or how can I get my product or service into this company or whatever it is?" Whereas nowadays, I'm like, "Right, is this dude gonna wreck my head?" You know, is this <laughs> is that an age thing, or is this have you lost your kind of gambler's bottle? Is that what is, is it one of those things? I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it's an age thing, but no, it's definitely like, an experience thing. I do look at things now and go, "Bang for buck!" Like. I'm gonna have to give out this much of energy and stress. This fucking age of wrecking me buzz. Yeah, and I get this back. What is, is one it, of those ones? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because um, most people, I see a lot of people where they get an opportunity, and they're nearly like that little dude. You know that movie Ice Age where he has the acorn, <laughs> you know, and that he's jumping around and they're putting themselves in danger. Where I, I have, I am an opportunity magnet. Like the amount of opportunity that presents itself to me every single day, like is crazy. Like that, I just can't handle it all, you know. But like I've no, I've no doubt that I'll hit my targets where I want to be at and all that sort of stuff. But if I deal with the wrong people, it will slow me down and knock me back. I can't remember. I read. I don't know if I read or listened to a podcast. You know, people think entrepreneurs and people that gamble on things. You know, they just willy nilly. No, it's a smart choice. The same one I'm picking up from you. It seems like yeah. you're making smarter choices. As you've got into this game, you've, you've even fine-tuned your skill and got better and better. Yeah, well, I, look, I have got better and better, and that comes with experience. But my priority at all times now was protect the downside. Yeah. And then I'll look at, can we make money? Okay. You know, so, you know, when protecting the downside, this deal, you know, that's <laughs> that's, that's the, the former way of me saying, is this fucker going to wreck me head? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, sorry for the course there. But, uh, but, like, that's really protecting the downside. Yeah. That's protecting my headspace, you know. Protect, protect, protect. Like we, like the construction industry is notorious for getting ripped off. Notorious. It's the worst one there is. You know. Is it? Oh, it's horrendous. Like you know. Well, my dad's a painter and decorator. He kind of tells me a bit about it. As well. Yeah, it really, it really is. You know, like um, like you know, you you walking in the, the the is it a clinic or the hospital? The national rehab. Yeah. So imagine you going in there one day and you said, "Listen, there's no no wages for the next two weeks." Like that would be unheard of. Oh, in there war. it happens all the time with small time tradesmen and contractors and all that I and served my time as a metler and then I was uh, right, uh, good, yeah. used doing petitions and yeah, yeah it I, happens I, like I, I've been on the building trade yeah. since 2007 when I went diddy's up that's yeah. when I went back to college for a bit isn't it yeah definitely it's now mad. I can't even hang a fucking picture frame that, that was when I set up my business imagine that 2007 I was like oh Jesus if only, if only I knew it was coming around the corner I you know giving up the party you know, that's, <laughs> that's when you kind of got into it wasn't it yeah yeah exactly oh yeah I set up the business. How old are you? 
I'm 35 now, so I think it was 23, isn't it? Yeah, that's right, 2007. Yeah, 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 I am, but I've noticed these different benchmarks as I'm getting older, you know, like when I was 30, I was depressed a bit, so I was, you know, at 30, yeah, because I was almost bust, like all the years of working my nuts off since I was like 19, 20, and I was in the depths of the recession, no money, banks wanted me hung drawn and quartered, you know, and, uh, then you get to 31 and now I'm 35. I'm like, I may as well be 40. I'm 40, I may as well be 50. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That's what you're thinking. I know there's only a young thing. Enjoy your young days. How old are you, Aaron? 21. Ah, yeah, he's loads of years now. He looks about 12. He does, yeah. <laughs> Should see his picture for Tinder. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. I'm only Come here, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice... Right, I got two. Well, I'll give you two. Yeah. This is this is crazy, yeah. and, and I'll put them into context, right? Deadly. So there was I I done a bit of work for this guy before, and he was a priest, right? And he had this big old house, and it was the second time. So what used to happen is like you know I was in the building company where I do all these insurance claims, right? And if a phone call came in from a kind of swanky area, I'd go out myself, and you know because I, I always I was always interested in business, right? And the reason how you know you're going to meet a rich person, right? This is my philosophy, right? Was that, <laughs> number one, the area where they, they live, right? And secondly, the hour of the day that they want to meet you. Because you have to go and meet them at half seven, eight o'clock, because they ain't taking time off work just to meet you. Right. If you get a fella that's not really motivated, you take a time off work without, without you know? So this, this call came in one day um, for a, a, a house in a, in a really affluent area. And I went down. Turns out your mum was a priest, you know. So we got to know, it was really friendly. And then we went, he got another bit of business on about a year later. And uh, he started telling me about his family, and his family had this real big business. And he kind of like, you know, like this headmaster's years ago, I'll, I'll, you're like business, don't you? I'll, I'll tell you something. And he kind of poked me, like, write this down, write this down. And uh, he said to me, uh, control is better than trust. He said, my father always said that control is better than trust. I thought, that's a terrible way of, like, interacting with people, you know. Um, and he says, you have a good think about that. My father built, I can't even remember word for word, you know. But I always remember then, like, I don't need to trust any of the business I'm doing if I put the right systems in place to control it, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, you yeah, don't yeah. want to be controlling 50 people. I don't want to be trusting 50 people to turn up on time. Too many variables. Too that. many variables. You can just put something in play that will do it. Maybe appoint one person to be responsible for counting them all in and counting them all out. Or and that's not saying I trust nobody. That's just setting up a structure that where you're yeah. the systems. Like in, in your business, you know, yeah. you don't need to trust everything and every everyone down down to uh down you don't need to put everything down to tr- trust if you put some systems in place, you know? And uh, like, like you know, we do a lot of property rental. We get a deposit off a tenant. Because it's better to control that have that amount of control than just trust them you know um and that's and it always goes around in my head all the time so anytime that i'm doing something i will try to put some systems in place to control the outcome rather than just trusting the outcome will go the way we want it to go if that makes sense you know yeah and why don't leave that chance you know i like that because i'm not like that i'm very like i just trust the universal trust things but sometimes i need to be that more structured and system and logical Go, yeah, ah, I just trust it'll be grand, but actually, a system is the way yeah. to go. Yeah, e- even even there, even there. Yesterday, I text you yesterday. Are we still okay? And you're like, no, no. So okay, I, if I didn't control that situation, I would have been back here without you being here because I made the mistake right. of being of assuming the wrong day. So yeah. I'm just, I'm always like that all the time, you know. Deadly. But uh, 
another another one then I was I was doing a race it was 2010 it was like a 10 kilometer race in the Phoenix Park the first time I ever done a, a running race and uh, there was some dude behind me and he started talking to me and as I'm torn I was like no you don't don't look back keep running and he's like see that fellow up there now catch him catch him and he was kind of giving me a little bit of coaching you know and uh, it was my first time ever doing, doing a race and he says you need to understand something so and he says there's fitter people out here today there's fitter people than you that won't finish this race and I'm like Jesus man that goes around my head all the time like so there's more smarter people than you that aren't making the progress you're making there's you know richer people than you that aren't as happy as you you know there's all these different things they might have it on the one hand but they don't have it. it on the other you know we so, about that last week that's yeah. mad what was that tell us I was just saying like that you know same thing like you know smarts doesn't always win the race you know yeah. smarts doesn't like you can outwork somebody yeah. like I didn't think I'm the smartest person in the, in the room but fuck me I can work people out of, out of yeah. rooms you know and yeah. you work your hardest for sure even that can knock people because yeah. you think smarts does it all 100% yeah once you once you get that around around your head and uh, I remember one time that we were uh, we were doing an Ironman race and this fella went by me on the bike and it was a beautiful bike and we were uh, I was at Morna as I went by and like he, he, he looked apart this guy he was obviously about a lap ahead of me like he was you know he's one of the elites like and uh, I don't know if he was an elite but he's be- definitely he was far ahead of me and uh, I, I don't I wouldn't even remember the guy but I just remember the bike that's why I looked at it and then I turned the corner and he was in a ditch Ambulance were there. Do you know what I mean? He was at the horn himself. There was a guy that was far superior to me in skills, technology, and he didn't finish that race that day, and I did. And you know, the tortoise in the air. That, oh, he's up there, he's going to win it, blah, blah, Yeah, blah. exactly. You don't even think that shit like that could happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that, that for me, like, you know, uh, fitter people than you won't finish the race, and control is better than trust. They just, they shaped my thinking. It's Deadly. mad, isn't it? Like, just little things sticking your head, like. Deadly, I'll, yeah, I'll not forget them. Yeah, exactly, you know. Here's another one for you, and someone asked me this the other day, and I thought I'd use it. What's the best gift that somebody has ever given you, and why? The best gift? Gift. Well, I would imagine the best gift you can get off somebody is is not something that's material. Yeah. You know? Um, I, w- I would imagine that. Well, was that. It just asked me the other day, and I was like, jeez, that's fucking deadly. What was it? And I'll tell you mine in a minute. What's yours? I couldn't tell you now well I'll tell you one thing that's just sticking into my head which is crazy you know and the fact that this man is, is 21 years old there I remember at me uh, it was a, it was my birthday and I was either 18 or 21 and uh, my auntie gave me like either 18 or 21 pennies wrapped in sellotape and she says all the money there they give you that be gone you'll still have them and I had them in my saving box for years <laughs> you know what I mean because they just lasted so I'm like right that's probably that's probably the one material thing that lasted longer than <laughs> than anything else you know but I, I'm big into learning and stuff like that yeah. so people give me their time you know is I'd value that greatly yeah that's you probably well, you just sort of segue into that yeah when people give me their time with the podcast I can't get over how generous people have been with their time yeah and I try to give that back if I can I try to replicate what people do for me in the podcast uh, time is just such a valuable commodity yeah. isn't it can't replace it you know yeah it's deadly what, what was the best gift you ever got <laughs> uh, letters and I get them in the job letters and cards and thank you notes. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, just these words mean a lot to me. I know you're very cynical years ago, and people write the card. I'd be like, "Where's yeah. the fiver?" Yeah, 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 yeah. You wouldn't read it. Look around my shoulder. Now I read them, and it really yeah. resonates with me. It's going to reflect where my mind is at. Yeah, just the the written word. It just it's very powerful, and then and what people say to me and, and advice yeah. as well, gifts like that. Yeah, like I suppose maybe I overlooked it in that sense, but I would get messages every single day from strangers. Like that, just message me say, keep doing what you're doing. I watched this video and this what happened, and keep doing. It. You know, I remember one day I met a friend of mine who I hadn't met in years, and he brought his mate with him who I'd met once before, 
and he was telling me that he had this difficulty with a uh, with a bank, and uh, I just told him how to. F- I told I was made a video to talk on how to, to fix it. And this guy sent me a picture of the letter then that he was at the dealing with the problem with the bank, you know. Damn and uh, that was about two years later. You know, I've never met that guy since. That was brilliant. And then, Priceless, you know, isn't yeah, it? No, that's I suppose. Looking, maybe maybe I should, you know, brush up on that. When you ask me that question again, the best gifts I get is the the thank you messages from the people that we help. You know? And they genuinely are. Look, I get crazy messages on Facebook of people saying things and thanking yeah. me. And look, I even got a, a guy previously on the show uh, that was a guest. Somebody got in contact with me and asked me for his contact details. And it worked out that he was his dad. He never knew that to Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we can do a podcast around that. He says, <laughs> give us his contact details. And I yeah. said, I sent him on the, the details. This lad's look for you. And he's like, tell him the fuck off. He's probably a stalker. Yeah, yeah. worked out that he was looking for his dad and he found him. That's mad. And he only found him over listening. We were a part of the journey. He went on his Facebook page or whatever. And he, he was like, he looks like my dad. And uh, yeah, it worked out. And he went for DNA and all that. And it's, there you go. Jesus, that's that's mad. That's, that's crazy. Gifts, yeah, it is. Yeah. A, load, a few other mad stories like that and all. Yeah, that's great. That's that's cool. There, that they're one, savage yeah. gifts, yeah. aren't they? They are. What what is your why in life? What's everyone has a why? Why? What's your why in life? Why do you do what you do? Why are you who you are? What's your why? If someone was to describe you, yeah, I I believe that there is a I I believe that there's a lack in my community of somebody who is an ordinary person within the community who who could who could create massive success by doing ordinary things like there's a lot of there's like there's a good few successful sports people and things like that that came from from my community and my area whereas with myself i'm doing ordinary things you know and i think that if i can inspire the community that they can go out and do you know ordinary things at a really good level that they can create success and wealth and a lot for themselves in their life you know so that's really what I want to do, you know, I want to show the ordinary bloke that you can be ordinary and do really good things, you know. You don't have to be, you don't have to be, you don't have to be a professional footballer or, you know, or any sports star or a TV star or anything like that, you know. Mm. You can be an ordinary bloke and just be really focused and committed and do some good stuff, you know. Back to what we were talking about earlier, yeah. like, if you've got a great work ethic, you know what I mean? It's the key to the universe, man. Oh, yeah. like, oh, back to, we went, we're nearly going around a circle here, back to the skill thing. A guy was always led to believe you, you you weren't good in school, you weren't smart. So that means you weren't smart. You're not going to do well in life. But you know, yeah. that's, these were my thoughts around things. But now I know because I went through college and I've outworked smart people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I've yeah. done well in college and I've done well in my job. Yeah. Just through working hard. Yeah. So you can really, you can do yeah. whatever you want if you, yeah. if you can put in the graft. Oh, yeah. Like, you know. Now, there's other stuff. Wo- so no, work ethic. Work ethic is the most important thing in my opinion. Give mm-hmm. me... Give me a really good guy with an average business or an average idea and I'll I'll be confident he'll do a lot better than a really good guy who just does the bare minimum. You know, your work ethic is everything. And that's why when we go back there to uh, what we're saying there was um, with the kids in school, teenagers, like, you, you have to be, you have to be the hardest worker in your class. You have to be that, like, I can outwork anybody. Anybody, like, nobody can 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 outwork me, you know. You give me a project and I will stay till it's done whether it's a day, a week, a month. You know, and that's that's the, the key thing in my opinion, you know. Deadly, deadly one. Seems to be going around circles not with the same team, just to confirm it. Same page. It's yeah. Fantastic. I love yeah. it. Uh what advice would you give to or well I'm not really a fan of giving out advice, insights, tips to, to young entrepreneurs that are starting off or you know, and any business, even us as a podcast, how do we 
improve? How do we, you know, spread the word, get more uh, traction, whatever? Right. So let's say you came to me and said, Joe, I have this business idea and it's a podcast and I want to do something with that. Can you help me? Like, okay, let me bring you in and show you my business philosophy, sorry. So he puts you through the business basics, which just gives you all that sort of stuff. And then it's a three-stage process of do more, get better, build a team. And that's universal. Do more, get better, build a team. So how many hours a week are you putting into this? Oh, the podcast? Yeah. I'm going to say, I do a lot. Like, you know. It makes no difference. Just, you know. We go, say, seven days a week, two hours a day, say 20 hours a week. Right, we need to up that. We need to do it. We need to up it, you know. And what happens is when you up the amount of hours, right, that there's nothing left in your life to do anything else other than the essentials that you're, you're contracted to do, mm. you're either at that or you're doing this, right? Well, then you've no distractions and plus you're you're making a lot more progress than anyone else. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? So when you're doing more, only after that then should you aim to get better. Because what happens if you're trying to do as good as you can? What times if, what, what's the point in you trying to get as as good as possible if you're only putting in a, a, a small amount of hours you know and then what's the point in you building a team if you're off playing golf three days a week do you know what I'm saying so it's do more get better build a team in that in that process you know really? and I think that we can link that into absolutely anything you yeah, know yeah definitely yeah do more get better get better Build build a team. Team. Do I have to get rid of Aaron now? Or can I keep him? The transfer window. He's, he's on the team. He's on the team already. The transfer window is closed at the moment. I can't yeah. trade him in for a while. Yeah. Well, if if we look at it right, so let let's just break it down. Let's just yeah for for, for a second on this right. Do more. Yeah. Can you do more? Oh, hundred percent. Always. Why are you not doing more? Uh, probably I'm probably at a stage of what more do I need to do? Kind of like I've started doing the videos. But that's which, what. That's different. It's like so we can figure all that out later on. That's Why? about getting better. Okay. When you're saying what more can I do? Oh, you know. So can you do more? Yes. Yeah. So you must do more. Right. Like the thing I is, could be on, I could be on less social media instead of being on it. I could be working on stuff. Yeah. Um. Instead of being on it, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like flicking through reading people's stuff, because I I'm really inspired by the stuff that you do. Other people, I really I I magnetise for and it really fucking lights me up. Yeah. I probably don't need to be lit up as much. I probably need to be actually on the ground in the trenches doing my own shit a little bit more, maybe. Yes, for sure. You know, yeah. so just do more, and then when you're doing absolutely as much as you can. You know when you look at the old stew and it's boiling over. Oh, I love analogies. And, and, and I love all the, the all the, uh, the stew analogies. <laughs> Brilliant. And all the all the, the 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 bits of veg that's breaking off is boiling over. You're only left with the with the with the bare essentials there afterwards. You know you need to just you need to just take so much action that there's no room for anything else in there. Like you know I love nothing more than going out with my mates, having a few beers and all that sort of stuff. Right? Don't do it that much no more. Not because I purposely don't do it, but there's just no time to do it. It just doesn't fit into my master plan, if that makes sense. You know, it just doesn't. It's not there. You know, so just cram so much stuff in there that there's no time for anything other than, you know, there's no time for anything else to creep in. Because big mistake a lot of people make is they're they're walking around and you know a fella says oh, I'm gonna start a bit. I'm gonna give it six months and then see how it goes. I'm like right, you may as well give it no months yeah. because you go in and say it's do or die. Like I'm gonna make this happen right now. Boom, end the story. You know, go in, commit all the way. Because that's a big problem, people. You just half commit, isn't it? Mm. You, know, you commit all the way. 
things get a little bit different, you know? Yeah, it's a bit like that with the podcast. Well, not literally. I'm, I'm pretty obsessed and I drive the lads mad, actually, because I'm always on to them in the WhatsApp group. Brilliant. But I've got my nine-to-five Dolly Parton job. Yeah. So this gets a lot of me time. Yeah. But even if I'm pretty honest with myself, I could put more time in. I yeah. could probably do more. That'll fucking drive them demented, but fuck that. It's going to happen. But what, what is the most important thing? To, so if you're having this conversation, not on your podcast, but as a, as a, you know, a kind of a business strategy discussion, what's more important? you hitting your target or keeping your lads happy that's going to be hitting the target yeah so that you long. know that needs to be because it's priority. in service of the lads it's in service of the team yeah for sure yeah that's that's what it is you know you must you must whatever's the most important thing that's what and it, go, it, it kind of flips back then later on you know because yeah. then you need to make sure that your business is serving you after time mm. you know this is like a kid we get it to one two three four five years of age right now we've got a couple of hours off a day because we've gone to school but you have to be there at the end of the day to take a home school you can't treat it like a 16 year old say it'll walk home school you know uh, yeah, yeah. and then it gets to the point there where the business starts giving back to you Deadly. time experiences financial reward or whatever else you know so it's a whole process that you must go through but at the very very start do more get better build a team love it Simple maybe we can link images in around that anytime man yeah sounds good who are your mentors Am I? Who, who are you, my mentors? So the the biggest problem that I have in the industry that I'm in right now, which is basically creating training programs and training platforms for entrepreneurs in the construction in this industry, the biggest problem is that I'm the trailblazer here. That is the biggest problem for me. I would be absolutely delighted if I had somebody who was far better than me at this, doing it for a long time. I would just follow them and copy them with their permission, their consent, and with giving them kudos and respect for it you know um, like Grant Cardone everybody who follows me on Facebook mm-hmm. knows we thought here's we thought about him he's like an American investor and uh, you know he does a lot of property deals and he's a bit wacky and a lot of people can't stand him but you know he was a major influence to me because he you know he makes it acceptable to be uh, to be obsessed about it like he wrote a book called Be Obsessed or Be Average you know that's 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 his one you know and that, that kind of uh that, that resonated with me so he would be a lot and then I would spend a lot of time and effort just going to connect with other people who are doing really good at things I'm trying to do and I'll just buy them lunch pay for their dinner pay for their time listen to them just talk and just take on board you know I remember uh, paying a guy money to uh, to just help me out with something and he, he basically charged me a couple of grand to say the reason why your business isn't where you want to be is because you haven't got your shit together I'm like Jesus that was a bit harsh wasn't it? but he was Ted right I was trying to do a bit of this, a bit of that, a bit of everything all at the one time. And I just had to refine everything back and do one thing at a time, you know. What did Ken Doyle say to me last week? He used a thing called KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simplicity is the highest form of sophistication. Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. Yeah, like my, my term of that is like, uh, I call it caveman economics. <laughs> right, so it's quite simple. Go out, chase something, kill it, drag it home to your big hairy caveman wife. She'll chop it up, butcher it, cook it. You go out and kill something else. You know that's that's what what it is. You know the only thing is we were killing animals and fighting bears them them days. Now we're out trying to make sales, yeah, and we're yeah. bringing the money home to the house and, and the family surviving on it. But it's still back to the primitive. Uh, no different. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's keep it simple. Know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then and then like you hear the story of like, um, you mentioned some earlier, but you hear the story of all the the mental health issues in the really developed world. I don't think anybody like where there's a famine going on really is suffering from anxiety is it because they're literally fighting for survival 
every day. So I think that, you know, maybe maybe human nature hasn't evolved that much to deal with the level of comfort that we brought into our life, you know. Mm. Um, that's just my thoughts on it there. You know, maybe maybe we should be we should be trying to outrun a tiger of some description on the either running away from something or to run to get closer to something else, you know. Deadly. There you go. Any tigers around Clondalkin, is there? <laughs> a few things, yeah, a few jackals you might have run away from, yeah, for sure. Um, but that's that's what it is, but I, I, I would say if I'm going to write a book, I'm going to call it Caveman Economics. Love it. And I'm just going to just keep it simple, you know? No, if anyone's listened to this podcast, I'm so fucking trying to plagiarise that. Don't rub his, his name. Well, go ahead and do it, man. You won't be able to, won't won't, be able to get the same effect fi- as all you have on yeah, it. Yeah, you won't be able to fill it. Like yeah. What's the common mistakes that people out there are making when they become like entrepreneurs or people want to change their life or change their business. What's the most common mistakes that you're seeing? I think they believe the rewards will come sooner. And I think they don't, they, they completely underestimate the amount of effort it takes to get something off the ground. That's the biggest mistake that they make. Um, you know, they're, they're not, most people just aren't willing to do whatever it takes. That's what I would say, you know. Um, and that would be men, women, young, old. I think that's. I like that little video you put up actually the other day. I was watching it. It was about people in business, then just getting their partners, boyfriend, or girlfriend, and setting them up in Disaster. business. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you would think that's just a binary association. I have a business, so I'll just set you yeah. up, Bernie or Tommy, with a business, and you'd be grand. Yeah, well, I tell them the story, really. Do so, yeah, so, so, what happens is, right? And obviously, I'm dealing with a lot of people in the construction game. So, Guys, a car, or a bill, there's a few lads working for him. You know, he's got the new van, she's got the new car. I'm gonna set some up for the missus. I'm gonna buy a little shop, set her up. I'm gonna go here, we and go, right? <laughs> right? So, basically, what happens is he had the spark and he put the fuel on the fire for his own business. And now that his fire is gone, he thinks his partner is gonna have the same spark, but she's not. And he just keeps putting fuel on the fire. So, you just imagine going out and lighting a fire. And just as there's a bit of a flame coming, you just keep throwing more fuel on it. And the fuel that he's putting on it is money and resources. But she doesn't have that. Now, this is not to say everybody, like, but, no, you know, she doesn't have the spark. Yeah, she doesn't have the spark. And that's why the business fails. You know, whereas I would be thinking, like, the best thing to do is find out what she's good at. Now, you was obviously we're assuming here the men. I deal with tradesmen and, and the, the, in a lot of instances, the wives at home. So the best thing that you could do is maybe you know, mould her into being a world-class supporter of what you do. You know, explain to her the difference between, look, if you ring me at six o'clock and say, come home, I'll come home, but honestly, I'd be better off not coming home till seven. So if you can just deal with the kids for that extra hour, or if you don't mind me not eating me dinner till then, and if you can support me in that role, I'll be more comfortable in doing what I'm doing. And then you can stay focused and, different things like that you know yeah, like like the one thing that my partner is like she is world class at supporting me 100% like she doesn't doubt me like she kind of did doubt me for years like I'm like I'm going to be fucking louder when, when, when I'm all I watch and she's like yeah yeah whatever 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 and then things just get a little bit easier and uh, she still asks me nowadays when are we going to be rich I'm like it's coming it's coming it's coming but, <laughs> but, yeah, but we have more holidays now we've you know, more holidays, more nice things. Money's not as much as an issue as it used to be. But she supports me entirely, you know, to the point where I went home one day and uh, I was like, oh, look, I went home. She was a bit sick. I don't know what, exactly what was going on. What's wrong? Something wrong. I don't know. She wasn't feeling too well. She painted her back and she was lying on the, the, the bedroom floor with this thing she had to fix her back, you know. And uh, 
I'm saying to her, uh, feel a bit bad now, I'm rocking in about half nine, and I feel a bit badly because I could have come home at six o'clock, I'm at to be now, and she's like, well, did you get any new customers, or did you make a few quid? I was like, yeah, I did, and she goes, well, what are you moaning for? You're here now, I'm like, that's the reason why I love you, you know what I mean? Deadly, that's <laughs> so great just, support. Yeah, oh, 100%, you know. That's what 100%. you need from a partner, or, you know, Yeah. anyone that's uh, by your side, that support, you know, 100%. support, yeah. Definitely, definitely, it's so important, because, you know, we do doubt ourselves as, human beings and particularly entrepreneurs you know oh, yeah. and the last thing you want is when you doubt yourself someone else saying oh yeah you're right you know <laughs> oh, you, yeah. you don't want that the, the type of support you want is the same type of support a boxer gets from his coach when he's going back to the corner at the end of the round not the same support that your ma would give you from outside the boxing ring saying don't mind him son come on home I'll make you something to eat yeah. the coach will give you a little slap in the face saying listen don't be getting into it he's done your hard work you know, stick to the training, stick to the plan. Don't let him hit you like that. Go out and do it again, you know. No emotion behind it. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe it would be a bit of a... Mo- well, yeah, he's, he's he's not changing the goal. The oh. goal is to win the boxing match. Yeah. Whereas your ma's goal is to make sure you don't get hurt. Keep yeah. you safe, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, sure every Irish mammy does that. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant, yeah. we're not knocking Irish mammies, they're deadly. Oh, yeah, yeah, we lost without more, you, you know. feed you well. <laughs> what do you do to continue your, your self-development? I know you talked earlier about you stay in education age yeah. education but what's this kind of stuff you do to, to stay on top of your self development so self development to me is what area am I weak at in my business right now that I need to improve on I don't do a lot of meditation or all that sort of stuff you know I hear people talk about that sense you know in self development so for me like um, like I'll find out what's going wrong in my business right now yeah, and you know, keep you relevant. Yeah, and I'll be working on that, and I put a lot of effort into that. And then as soon as I get that, I move on to the next one, and then I. Can move you give on us an example? Of what you mean by that? Yeah, so um, right, I got I got ripped off by some social media people. No, ripped off. They were paying me money to get me a result, and huh. right, and I was paying them a lot of money, like you know. And then I'm like, well, hold on a minute. These people are telling me they need we need to do this and do that, but like that can't be right because they don't know how I would speak to my followers or my clients or something like that, you know? And what happened was, the problem there was that these guys, and you probably know about this, these guys knew how to use the software programs, but they didn't know how to speak to the people that I wanted to speak to in the way I wanted to speak to them. So, you know, that was just the way the game was. We spent a lot of energy and effort learning how to use those platforms, and now I do that myself. So now... I'm happy to outsource that to someone else because I can look in and I know what good looks like. If that makes sense, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Um, after that, then what was the the latest? Um, before that, then we've like some difficulties with uh, with the management of the the property portfolio. So you know, we take in the key man there. We put in some new systems and we literally we go deep on it. Like we're we're working on it literally every week and hour to get it right. And then that's on. And that to me is self development. All the time improving on my yeah, yeah self improvement because you must be improving because if you're not improving you're you're dying like oh, and, and, and that keeps you relevant as well it keeps you yeah. taking over yeah yeah for sure like for me like I'm I'm constantly pushing for you know for new customers and new deals you know new customers and new new clients on my business program and new property deals from my portfolio so like it doesn't make a difference what you've done last year what did you do in the last six weeks did mm. you get a deal over or not why not. Only as good as your last game. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 how it works. Now I do I do put a good bit of emphasis into my diet and into my uh, my training and stuff like that because you know they help me 
operate at a higher level. Fantastic. You done a deadly video last week, and it's how could we possibly? Oh man, that's the keys of the un- that's the key to the universe. There. I know he was sitting there racking me little fucking Neanderthal brain, <laughs> going, "How could I possibly?" And back to the podcast, I was yeah. like, "How could I possibly get the more listeners? How yeah. could I possibly?" Yeah. It was fantastic. Just Beautiful give us a little insight to that. Yeah, so uh, actually, a guy told me, like you said, listen, you need to have a possibility session. I'm like, what in the hell is a possibility session, you know? So uh, she just asked, how could we possibly? So get you and all your family or whoever you're doing with, just like, how could we possibly do this? Whatever this, whatever is the problem, how could we possibly? And just put every question or suggestion or um, anything that comes up, write it down. There's no such thing as a bad idea in a possibility session. And it's easier than saying, what do I need to do? But when you put it in, it's like language. It's like yeah. a play on words. How could I possibly? It yeah. opens up. It's nearly like open your mind rather. What do I need to do? Yeah, because need is like, yeah, possibly. Because yeah. possibly gives you permission to it, fail, doesn't it? It's infinity. It's yeah. like it's out there. It's fucking yeah, yeah. I, I So let's, 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 let's do it. So what is your question? How could you possibly what? How could I possibly grow the podcast? I believe that I have now up 60 interviews of nuggets of gold right, right. that people need to hear right okay. we need more people to hear that right let's let's spend two minutes on that how could he possibly right now I'm a numbers guy grow by how many over what space of time see I haven't got into that piece I've stopped right. looking because I wasn't I don't chase like like as in how many followers how are that because I leave that with the lads where I'm more about building the content yeah but what would I do so so let's just say how could I possibly get an extra thousand listeners yeah. in 30 days because 30 days is my magic number let's for say my views on, on, on social media on some of the posts I put up about the podcast they've gone from 100 views per day to 300 or 400 brilliant like say oh, like let's get them up to 500 or even yeah. our followers on, on Facebook yeah we doubled that over the last while brilliant and yeah. I'm not, it's not about chasing the followers it's about chasing the listeners so people can hear these valuable pieces yeah. look this here yeah. this is so, gold dust. so how could we possibly right so how could we possibly go from 500 to 1000 in 30 days right yeah. right so well, what do we need to do let's say we can get 20 but this is me just thinking out loud here let's mm. say we could get 20% of a podcast listeners of a podcast's listeners to also listen to this one so all we need to do is to find five people who have podcasts like you and who have 500 listeners and of those five you'll get a hundred mm. and you do that five times that so could possibly work Daddy, and we were only sitting downstairs yeah. I text uh, another podcast called The Happy Minds and said look I love brilliant. your work yeah. uh, I listened to a guy that you had on that we had on any chance that we could collaborate yeah brilliant and he says I like your work do you want to have a chat during the week yeah yeah brilliant I like winner winner <laughs> yeah because he'll get exposure to your audience and yeah. you'll get exposure and I genuinely like him I'm not going to yeah. ask some shy pipe that I don't really yeah. like you have to make sure that it's not even that you like them you have to believe in their ethos if that makes 100%, sense and yeah. I have to be genuine and when yeah. I say that I don't work with people I don't like if, if I don't it's not my gig I'm not going to work I'm not going to do it just for the sake of it I want it to generally be of benefit to us both even yeah. when we win, sit win. down that I learn yeah for sure like it's win. not just about the numbers I actually want to sit down with them and see how they work like I'm here yeah. I'm blown away by the way you do shit yeah uh, and, and that's why I was eager to see what you are doing as well just to yeah, how's like this work? All the learning, yeah. do you know, what I mean? you're not going to go to somewhere it's not going to work. So the, yeah. the, the magic about knowledge is, if I bring knowledge and you have knowledge, we both leave with the 
with with the same with the value of both of our knowledge like, it's mm. not as if i take it from you and you don't have it you know yeah you and, know? I, and, and especially i'll help anyone in another up-and-coming podcast i'm not gonna go on oh, all this is what i do i'm not telling anyone because when i worked serve time as a tradesman yeah i worked in cie and i worked allows me doing ducting and all and they wouldn't show you what they were doing tradesmen wouldn't show you actually if you're making a square at the round or i think yeah yeah they turn away they wouldn't want the uncles to see what they were doing around it's a terrible way of living man life. where yeah. now i'm all, like if i'm doing a podcast you want to do it i'll help yeah. you yeah, like help together. We, 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 one of the things we do with the property business, we, we raise, we borrow lots of money, like, right? We borrow lots of money from individuals, you know? Mm. And if they want to lend us money, like, um, we bring them here. We show them the keyboard, which is the board on the wall with all the keys, and we show them the space where you're going to give us money and we're going to buy a house and we're going to put the keys there. And here's the house. We bring them around and we tell them how much money we're going to make on it. We show them how we're going to make money on them and we just show them completely transparent. Yeah. And if they don't like it, well, then we're not doing it. Who did I listen to a podcast and he talked exactly about that? He had this board and he talked, he showed all his staff, yeah, what they make, what the income is. They were all clued in, yeah, total transparency, yeah. This is what this pizza costs, this is what the, 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 the this is the profit margins, blah blah blah, yeah. And it worked like a fucking dream, yeah, just be honest, like transparency. transparency yeah. And the staff all bought into it, yeah. It's a powerful thing if you can do it because like people can't really. They can't really say much to you if you're being honest. Mm. You're being transparent. Mm. You know, that's that's the way. No, look, you'll always get somebody bleeding, giving out to you. You know, I, I, we fairly regularly get a few people taking shots at us, you know, um, because of the work we do on social media because we're just out there and then also because of the we're in the property game where there's a lot of people now that are unhappy that I'm a landlord and that's my business, you know. But look, that's that's fine. They've they've the right to be unhappy. Yeah, sure yeah. Look, you can please some of the people some of the time, but not. All yeah, of I don't. Them I don't there. pay attention to them as such, but they are there, you know. Yeah. Um, but look, that's that's the name of the game. That that is life. Not everybody will be as progressive thinking as ourselves, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You've loads of videos on your thing, and they're, they're fantastic. They all equally have their value. What would you say the top ones to go? If someone is if you recommend someone to go and look at them, and they'll get bang for buck. Where do they? Which is to. Uh, or is that like sure it's amazing man isn't it? like we've got like about 100 two minute what's your most tips. relevant ones then that are to a business owner or to a business owner people listen to this life changers I think this is applicable to anything that you do in life by the way uh, yeah I think same attitude same thing work ethic you know yeah um, boom, 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 boom. just one we doing there um, would it be possible how could we possibly yeah that was it but like I remember one again something that kind of fairly polarised people was uh, I just seen some fella walking into the shop one day buying a breakfast roll well I don't know if it's a breakfast roll he's watching it and I'm just looking at him and he just walked up and walked back down to uh, to where his job was and he just looked like an ordinary kind of industrial worker and I was just thinking holy shit man how long is that guy doing that he just got that job and he's probably just there waiting to get old like you know and he's just playing life not to win but to survive and like mm. you need to you know you're gonna play this fucking game to win like do you know what i'm saying squeeze the life out every single day do you know what i'm saying make mm. sure that every day when you go home you're a little bit better a little bit healthier a little bit richer a little bit happier than you were the night before you know and uh, a lot of people are attacking me saying you can't say that about fella you don't know him i was like i 100 don't know him but he just he just struck me as someone that wasn't playing life to win. Yeah. 
he was just a figure in the story. You know, you were talking objectively. You weren't talking subjectively about that. Specific. Oh, I don't know who he is. Yeah, just, yeah. You were just, he was just a character. He yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just looking at it, you know. It's very like at the start of that book, uh, Awareness, that by Anthony DeMello, you know, uh, there's a story about the chicken and the, the chicken and the eagle. The eagle was living with the chickens. He never knew he was a, an eagle. Right, really An eagle went by. You know, he ate the chicken food. He clacked clack like a chicken, blah, blah, blah. And he'd done everything they did for years. And then along went an eagle. And your mom's like, hey, who's that thing of the eagle? Oh, that's a majestic eagle. Right. He says, yeah, but you're only a lonely old chicken. Uh, that'll never be you. The story of the Andy DeMello was trying to make was that we're all eagles, but we're living like chickens. Yeah, fair point, yeah. I do, I, yeah, and most people will live their whole life like a chicken, no, which is terrible. No, I'm not like, saying yeah. you're man in, uh, in Spar. Or yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or they, no, but you have this opportunity to be whoever you want to be. Mm. You just have to go out and grab it. You know, like it's... Uh, I was actually up the week, there the week, and I was too lazy to do a video the weekend, and I should have done it. I went to, uh, <laughs> we went to climb Lugnaquilla Mountain, and uh, it's in Wicklow. It's beside, uh, there's an army base near, right? And I'm, I'm walking back, and uh, there's this statue of some soldier from, you know, one of the United Irishmen from 1798, you know? And uh, it, it was a little plaque saying, you know, and not to get political, I said, like, for all the people who gave their lives, um, in the fight for freedom for Ireland for seven centuries of occupation right now I'm always saying like it's an amazing time to be alive you know and then I'm reading that and I'm like holy fuck seven centuries that's a fucking long time like you know mm. I'm like what an amazing time to be alive right now yeah. that we don't have yeah. to deal with the likes of that you know and what have we got so three goodness. or four generations of it and then it went on for a long long time like hundreds of years before that so we are living in an amazing time like mm. like this, like Look at even the technology we brought in here today mm. for a small, modest amount of money. Mm. The the impact that we can have on it. Yeah. It's brilliant. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, that's, you know, I think it's just terrible when we hear people not grasping the greatness of the, the world that we have at our disposal, you know? Yeah. And then again, that's not, this is not us like from an ivory tower or a pontifying going, oh, look, you need to do more yourself. Just saying there is opportunity. But Massive, opportunity yeah. can be whatever you want your opportunity to be. Yes. It's not what we're trying to project and say, oh, it needs to be this. And it's not like a tyranny of should. But yeah. you can do whatever you want to try to do and you can yeah. measure your own success. 100%. Whatever the success... Like, one of the things that... <clears throat> excuse me. One of the things that I say to the lads when they, when they start up with us on our, our business program is, what does success look like to you in 30 days? So whatever success looks like to them in 30 days, which might be they want to bring their kid to the park, that's what we're working on for 30 days. Yeah, if it's money, it's work on money. It's, yeah, it's, a, you know, it's completely relative to them. You know? So I just, I just find that you know, it's, it's a shame where a lot of people don't actually uh, don't appreciate the opportunities that's out there for themselves. You know? mm. It's mad. It's a mad. And again, people don't have the, but back to insight and awareness. Some people just don't have the insight and awareness. They just can't see it. You know, um, yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah, you know, there's, unfortunate. There's, there's lots of blind spots. Yeah, I know you do running and uh, Ironmans and all that kind of. What other kind of weird and wonderful hobbies do you do outside your, <laughs> your, your business world, or is there anything? What do you? I'm either walking, walking out, or spending time with my family. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and there's only so much walking out you can do, like so. I'm oh, yeah. pretty much walking all the time. Um, where if I'm with me, missus, like she's like she like. We give her one day a week. She's over the mill. Ah, more than that. She's like, Sick what yeah. are you doing here? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, I don't have a lot of stuff like this. This here is my Saturday night. If that makes sense, you know, Saturday night got like, 
you know, you know, talking to people that's selling properties and we're doing deals and putting stuff together or talking to a lad where his business is going down the tubes and we're like, right, let's fix this, all these different things. That to me is like that's that's where I'm in my flow. Mm. That's where I'm I'm at my happiness. And it's just I'm so grateful that that is that is where where the where I like to spend my time, you know. Yeah, you remind me a bit like my dad. My dad loves walking. He's a painter, decker, works himself. He just loves walking. walking yeah. He loves going to meet people. He loves going out to do jobs. Loves pricing. <laughs> loves getting on his bike yeah. and going. Like that is intrin- Like that is the rawest form of do what you love. Yeah, so enthusiastic. Like, painting decker. I was like, dad, fucking painting fucking walls and yeah, matter. I love it. <laughs> brilliant. That's great. Yeah. As much as it was brilliant, he used to go, "Oh, I wish I had something that I loved." You know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they got no gag on a party. Well, I'll tell you what I done today, which was like any time that I've taken time off work or taken like I'd remember it. Like we put this new, new uh, structure in place for my days so that you know things get locked in and there's no we get a certain amount of key things done every day and after that then I'm a bit free to do other stuff so uh, this morning I didn't start work till about 11 o'clock you know and uh, Linda's nephew was staying in the house and my nephew was staying in the house they're 7 and 8 and one of them didn't want the bike so my nephew didn't want the bike never wanted a bike but when we went for the, to bring the dog for a walk last night Linda's nephew was on his bike and the reason why he didn't want a bike was because he couldn't ride a bike and he was just a bit kind of nervous about it or whatever yeah. so uh, we brought him around the park this morning and we teach him how to ride a bike like, do you know what I mean Deadly. and I'm like you'll never forget that I'm like I can remember the first time I done that you know and it's just like it was one of the best things that we could ever do and Linda's nephew's a year older than him and he's showing him and we're showing him and then I take a lot of records and every time I take a record he's falling off the bike you know <laughs> and, uh, yeah yeah exactly so now he wants a bike and I thought that was that was great like you know the, the simple things in life like it really was a a nice experience to be able to do that. You know, I feel like that's the that's the first benchmark that like yeah. that 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 kid will hit in his life. You know? Next Chris Froome is that his name? Beyond the Sky Team, a cyclist. Who knows, man? Yeah, yeah. You, you never know. You know what I mean? But there's all these benchmarks that uh, you know we hit in life, isn't it? So what's the next benchmark for him? Communion, Comfo. Then you'll be getting into trouble. Maybe getting bags of cans. Yeah, yeah, you that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna put this as getting into trouble in case my sister's listening because she's so <laughs> mad. You know, we'll have to keep in, in check for that. But, uh, but the reason why that was such a significant thing for me was because, um, I don't spend much time not walking, if that makes sense. You know, um, I don't feel like my family are are uh, missing out on anything like that because if they want to do something, I'm there. You know, yeah. I just felt that that was something that needed to be done. We've done it. You know? I'll never forget that. Yeah, that's that's what it is, you know. So um, it's mad that he, he he said, "Oh yeah, I don't want the bike. I don't want it down the road." Marks in fear, isn't it? It was, yeah. And then he probably just was all going around his head. The poor little. Fecker. Yeah. So last night we had the dog around the park. So he's walking the dog. His name is Tyler. He's walking the dog, and Caden is spinning around his bike, and Caden is just nuts. Like he's just a ball of energy, you know. Deadly. And then Tyler wants to get a shot of the bike, so we gave him a few shots, but it gets dark, and we're in the park in the middle of the night. Mm. It was about nine o'clock, half nine, and it was dark. So these were like. God, it's night time in the park. Oh, that was exciting venture. for them, yeah. And uh, then this morning was, uh, can we go around the park and teach Toyla how to ride the bike? So we're in the park at like half eight this morning and uh, spent an hour or so there. They were they were happy out. But it was, it was actually, I'm delighted to done it. Like. Yeah, it's the little things, as you yeah. said there, it's the little things that are really important. But if I can tell you something on that, right? Yeah. I can take that time off now because I want, you know, and... Remember when we were going back earlier on? It's back ended. It's yeah, front loaded. Yeah, gotcha. You like I don't need to come into work tomorrow now. if I don't want to because I get the benefit of all the years previous. And a lot of people are not willing to make a bit of a sacrifice 
at the early start of their life in order to allow this magic to take place if that makes sense you know mm. um, and I, I just think that if we can front load because what happens is as you get older like you have no choice but you have to do the extra working hours and they probably the job doesn't pay as well at that stage and you have to make ends meet you know mm-hmm. whereas if you go all in at the start it's gonna you know it's gonna make a difference you know balls to the wall yeah exactly like if you look at Joe Rogan um Big podcast in the world now at the minute. He's so bleeding clever, isn't he? Do you ever listen to him? Yeah, oh yeah, he's, he's intellectually fucking. I don't know how he remembers stuff, right? But look at what series, what episode he's on. Episode, yeah. episode 1000 or something like that. Yeah, Can yeah. you imagine how good you'll be at this when you get to episode 1000? Oh yeah. You'll be world class. So, you know, you better get, get your first 1000 episodes out of the way ASAP so that you can progress. I'm going to be doing this. This is this is going to the moon. I told Aaron, I keep saying, this is fucking happening, Aaron. I, I, I dragged them on boards. Yeah, sometimes the team you finish with is not the team you start with. Oh, don't say that. So, so, and we're not breaking up, pal. So make, make sure make sure they increase their level of commitment, you know? Yeah, you need to start giving more. Yeah, podcast, I mean. Yeah, yeah, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the work sense, in the you know? Re- in yeah. the realm of podcast. And actually, not see as you were saying that, don't say we're not breaking up. Like, I, I've, I've been running business training days, right? And two fellas, I'm like, he is dragging you down. And they're like, you can't say it, like, but he is. And then you might be like, yeah, I know. I know, you know, and like, okay, now it's out in the open. Let's see how we're going to deal with it, you know. I'm not saying you're dragging them down around like that, but I just think that, you know, when it comes to success, hitting targets, you know, achieving certain things, you must do what you do. You must do whatever it takes, you know. Mm. What do you believe are the essential characteristics of a, a leader? Of a leader? That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a world class question. Um, what what should they have? You talk about leaders, or you like you're a leader. I'm a leader. Aaron's leader in our in our own sense. What what are the, the main in- ingredients, characteristics, whatever you want to? Um, what are the main ingredients? What do I, what do I feel is a, of a good leader? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. What's in you that you think is successful? It must be strong, but not strong like concrete. Strong like water. Oh, I heard Bruce Lee saying uh, something like that, right? I only spare right. that today. Be like water. Yeah, yeah, that's soft but strong. You can just keep punching water all day long, and it just go back to itself, and it won't go. You know, where concrete is strong, but it'll break and it's gone. Then you know, um, and that that's that always kind of resonates with me. You know, I find a lot of business owners, which are leaders in themselves, um, they care more about being right than care more about being profitable. Mm. And the only true correct thing for a business to do is to be profitable. You know, so. I see them wanting to check staff or doing stuff wrong. I just think, oh, man, it's no big deal. You know, and they, they want to say their piece and have their say and all that sort of nonsense, you know. And it's just not worth the hassle. Like, you know, just plough forward, progress, move on, do what you need to do to, to go after the biggest goal, you know, the, the, the main thing. So um, I, I think good leaders are not afraid to fail. That would be my thing. And they lead by example. They lead from the front as opposed to from the back pontificating about... Mm. Well, we should have done this. We should get to do that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what we're thinking. How was your communication style? Do you know? Are you? When? Yeah. <laughs> like when you come to it with your team, and how if how how much weight would you give that? Like I believe if, if good communication changes relationships, good communication changes outcomes. Uh, the, right. The thing with me is that every single person knows where they stand with me at all times. So, some people, um get intimidated by that and some people respect it so my job is not to not to bleed and try and appease everybody that thinks I'm too abrupt or too direct 
but my job is to serve the people that appreciate what I do if that makes sense you know 100%. Um, I'll just I'll just give someone a, like I, I, I'd be fairly hands off on my management style just give and just give yeah go and do it give me show me the result do you know what I mean um, but you know I've, I've gone through a fair few staff now to be honest you know yeah, yeah. over the years you yeah. know um, because most people can't can't make the grades you know we've yeah. got a uh, I, I was looking to hire a sales guy uh, a while ago and uh, I was like right I need one guy I'll hire three and the three of them came down here I was like right I'm going to hire three years because I know that I know that none of these will stay like you know what I mean and uh, they're like no we will we will we will and in the end one of them stayed the other two didn't last you know and uh, one of them why well, like, well, didn't he have just couldn't handle the straightness just, just can't just, people are just lazy like they're just not 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 willing to do, put the work in you know the sort of way he didn't have the resilience you know yeah and people don't like to hear it straight up I was coming here for this interview and I wasn't nervous as I got an energy off you that you know, pretty, I said it to you in the car you know, he says this lad seems like a straight talker and I like that I operate yeah, good yeah, with people yeah. like that I know where he stands so I don't have to overthink you know yeah. like I don't have to get second guess yeah. and Look. whatever you say I'll take for for, 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 for batting but that's exactly what you mean some people don't like that and especially my organisation you know yeah, I'd say that's I have to be very careful because my straightness can be, you know, can be yeah. a course for people. Yeah, and uh, like you know, I'm also told by some people like that I, I I'm I'm too logical rather than emotional. But like for me, business is not about emotion; it's about logic. Get the result, boom, do that. You know, um, maybe I would have more success if I was more emotional. You know, or I could connect with people better on that level. But I'm like, I'm stronger at that side. Okay, I'd say you were. Yeah, I could say by chanting, like you know, I'm, look, I just fucking say as is. Yeah. you know, that's, that's. I need to work on the logical side, the analytical side. I need the business end where I'm good at connecting people with emotions and all. Like yeah, that. that's just the way I've done behavioral propensity profile. I've done a profile, and that's the language I use. Is that's, that the disc profile? Was it? No, uh, I done a leadership course at uh, level eight with uh, Can. It was through Manute level eight, and uh, it was uh, so they do you uh, BPP before you start. Uh, uh, behavioral profile propensity this right. it was a whole assessment on what way you operate the language you use the way you go you know if you're doing a project are you a mover are you a bystander are you a follower right. i'm a mover but then the language i use would be around emotional or other people use logical yeah. it's about understanding your team so me and aaron so we know what his behavioral propensity is he knows mine so i'm a mover he might be a, a bystander or you know a follower so yeah you know, i can understand my team Good, so where yeah. we know where we're all at yeah and the language that he might say well i need to get this done by five o'clock where i was saying well what how does bernie feel about it and all that yeah and that's but once he knows and i know how he operates we yeah. can work together as a team yeah that that stuff i struggle with big time like i know i wouldn't be able to have a team of 50 people working for me or just you know because i'd be managing all them personalities would drive me mad you know mm. um whereas i know a small team dealing with high value tasks um I'm all, I'm all in on that. That's, all over like four on a gorilla. Yeah, that's that's me. Some, something like that, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I completely respect authority. Like, I know, like, I'm pretty much in charge most of my waking hours of whatever situation I'm in, you know. And then when I go somewhere outside of the working environment, I'm happy just to shut my mouth and just someone else take the lead, you know, that sort of mm-hmm. way. Like, so, you know, I go to the gym. If I'm going to the gym, the trainer tells you, I don't answer back, I just do what I'm doing. If I'm going out running with my mates, I don't plan the route. I let them do it. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know. 
just whatever is, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you you call the shots man you know? a little switch off yeah maybe. and it's it's a break for me then in, in, in that sense you know um, but this this is the this is the kind of the what would you call it I don't know the right term to do but it's definitely something that it's not my strongest point but I don't I don't my business is not pushing that that direction if that makes sense you know but that's why like with, with with the work that I do on social media it's quantifiable what does success look like to you okay you're not fucking changing that now we've got 30 days and we're going to get that so you wanted a result we've got the result now set your next one you know and it always has to be something that's quantifiable you know um, that I, I like if they put it in a number <laughs> because it's either in the bank or it's not doesn't lie you know where oh, I want to feel happier I'm like what Jesus yeah you can't fucking can't measure can't count feelings. Feelings. Yeah, yeah 100% yeah. and sometimes it's okay to be emotional but then when you want to do something measure success it's yeah. around that the, what's the metric system a number yeah yeah for like sure your yeah. waist your weight your height whatever it is yeah you can gauge from that yeah we're an hour and ten minutes into it I'm mind for your time I'm alright man I'm, I'm, I'm good you, you tell me you. last I'm, question I'm, I'm grateful for being here last question what's the one thing or many things if you want that you'd like people to take away after listening to this interview mm. what do you want to take away Look, we're just two ordinary blokes here, chatting away, right? You're reaching thousands of people, you know. No doubt. Listener in Afghanistan. Serious? Yeah, there's a listener Amazing. in Afghanistan. Yeah, that is brilliant. He's in a cave. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Pedaling the bike to power the to power the laptop. <laughs> the or dynamo. Yeah, yeah, the dynamo. Yeah. Um, so, no. so what? Do you, what have you got to say to him? Keep pedaling, man. Yeah. Keep pedaling. You get there. You know put that your, is don't brilliant. Don't forget to put your sun factor on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you're well covered up, and that's that's brilliant. It gets cold in Afghanistan, you know. Does it? Yeah. That's brilliant. That's amazing. That's it's mad to think, isn't it? Yeah, but that's some fellas text me. He was in Australia. Uh, he says, "I'm on my way to work. I'm in Sydney, wherever. I'm on the on the, the dar or wherever the thing is called." Yeah. He says, "Just listen to your podcast. It's deadly. Savage. It's brilliant." Like, I've recorded this in the flats of Mead Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some people <laughs> going to work in Australia. But so. that's what I'm saying. We're just two ordinary blokes having a chat. Yeah. We're both trying to change the world for the better. Mm. You don't need, like, not all superheroes wear capes. You hear that whole gig. Do you well, know I have, what I'm saying? I have an episode called that. Uh, yeah, well, there I you do, go, I yeah. interviewed a guy, Fran Dempsey, his son died by suicide. Uh, and, yeah, we, we called the interview uh, not all superheroes wear the cape. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so that's that's the stuff there, you know. Um like I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a major fucking mission to like make a lot of money. Like that's my goal. Um, mind body wallet. I won't do mind, it. Mind body wallet. Yeah, I won't do it. it. I won't do it at the expense of my mental health or my physical health. Um, I will do it at the expense of spending less time with my friends. You know, I won't do it at the expense of not seeing my family. Um, and and that's that's what I'm on on a mission to do. You know. Um, however, I I know that the easiest way for me to succeed in that mission is to deliver massive value to others, you know. Um, so that's that's what I'm at. I'm an ordinary bloke from Clondalkin. You're an ordinary bloke, you know. And I'm impacting, you know, I, I know I'm impacting because they message me all the time, like mm. people, and it's it's good, you know. So just we just need to keep doing what we're doing, you know. It's that common touch, isn't it? It's just that ordinary people thing, isn't it? Just You're just, like I throw up videos all the time and it's through the lens, it's through my prism of vision of what I see based on my experience and people can relate to that you know and I'm yeah. not talking about glass just because I'm in the work class area but people can relate to just ordinary Joe Soaps just doing doing whatever yeah. ordinary stuff as you said yeah. earlier that's a great show actually yeah, yeah exactly like that's what you just you, you can 
you can improve the world by just doing ordinary things. That makes yeah. sense. You know, the money come from failures. A lot of the stuff I've been successful at through this podcast, through my mental health, through my experience in college and schools, fail, fail, fail. Yeah, for sure, man. Fail forward. I wrote a little book there, not a book, like kind of 30 or 40 page ebook um, called The Obstacles to Wealth Creation. And I done a big analysis of the difference between me and someone else is because, you know, at a, you know, 10 years into my career, I still had no fucking money, like, you know, um, the only, because I'd failed so much and the other people had failed by default. So financially, we're at the same level, but I'd gained all this massive experience, even though I didn't get any money from it. Fucking brilliant. And then it didn't take very long for that to turn around and go through the roof then, you know? So it's the equivalent of a doctor going doing 10 years of education. You know what I mean? You can go <laughs> yeah. four years, then you do seven years, 11 years, and you, then you get a job in HSE or whatever. Yeah. You've done that. It's like a doctor. Yeah, doctor. yeah. Look, I'm, I'm done. I'm 35 now, so 15 years. I got my fourth house when I was 18, but, like, you know, that's, you know, you weren't really focused then, so. 15 years solid you know did you ever read that Malcolm Gladwell book where he says you need to do 10,000 hours to get no I heard one when I was in college one yeah. time to get to master skill to is master it? skill you must do 10,000 hours mm. you know um, and uh, it's just like it just it takes so long to do 10,000 hours you know? mm. but that's the trick yeah. you do it you know you get 1,000 podcasts between your setting up and all that sort of stuff it's back to the graft you have to put the graft in, you have have to in. Do, no matter what you do and I pull another video out of this no matter what you want to do weight loss putting on muscle podcasts building yeah. finance Work hard, put in the graph, yeah. do the work, do the yeah. you have to do the work. Yeah, I, I, do, I do think it's like some big supreme being, you know, it's just kind of choking us under the water, like, and then like, oh, we better let him go, he's not giving up. <laughs> and then, 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 you're, then you're like, then you're, you're, you're respected, you know, that's all right. Yes, training, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm in that thing, yeah. You were saying, yeah, what's yeah. It called the deadliest week, uh, ultimate hell week. So, yeah, I'm now in a few days, time I have to do the fitness test for that, you know, so, uh. Like, I don't know why I want to do that. Like, of course, I want to do it because it's going to be able to push me to the limit. There's a, there's a hundred of us left in the selection process. There's 25 on it, you know. But imagine <clears throat> imagine how my thought process is going to be if I come out of after a week. Like, like, I can't sit down and do nothing. Like, that's tar- that's hell week to me, you know. But mm-hmm. these guys are going to push us to our limits. That's class. And see how we go. So, I, I, there has to be some corrupt foil in your head to make you want to do that, doesn't does it? it? T- does it? Tin line between genius and insanity. Yeah, exactly. You're on the. I'm gonna get a wedgie on it. Yeah, but that's that's what I don't know. I just like the whole idea of pushing to see how far we can go, and that's why like in my business, I'm just pushing to see how far I can go on that. You know, but look, who knows? Watch this space. I don't think I need to get cream fridge, but you're definitely infectious. So I've sat here for the <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes nearly listening to you and I, I've learned so much and I'm going to go on record saying that I'd love to continue. I'd like to link him with you actually around this. Yeah, I don't want to get rid of Aaron though. Honestly, we'll, we'll keep, keep him. him. We'll keep Just him, for yeah. his looks. We'll, 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 it's always better, again, it's always better to fix what you have than start again, you know? Yeah. Joe Doyle, young entrepreneur, thanks very much for your time. I really appreciate you, man. I just wish you all the luck in the world. You're not that you need it. You're doing fantastic work, not just for your finance. I think you're a valuable asset to the community. And your attitude, it's driven by an intrinsic one to improve your community. And that's deadly. Yeah, for sure. You can you can catch me on Facebook. Pretty much yeah. live there. Joe Doyle, entrepreneur. Am I yeah. outside that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We, we'll put all the links to your Facebook oh, sweet, stuff. Yeah. Uh, anything, any the course that you do, we'll throw all that up on our show notes. Yeah, yeah. Well, if there's anyone stuck... Yeah. When you're stuck with something that's that you just can't get past, give me a show. Yeah, get on, Joe. Uh, Joe Doyle, entrepreneur. Uh, you have a fan page. Or a, a, a yeah, yeah. And don't worry if you can't spell entrepreneur. Once you put Joe Doyle, E-N-T, it comes up. So yeah, it's, it's I grand. did that. Yeah. yeah, I can't even spell it myself sometimes. I was looking for you in uh, on Google the other day, just on 
just to just to read up more about you. Yeah, yeah. Website, but I couldn't spell entrepreneur. Yeah, scratch. You know, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, we're there. Yeah. We're there. You'll find us. You know. Deadly, Joe. Yeah. Thanks very much okay. for coming on the show. Okay, savage stuff, really man. Thanks that. for being here. Cheers, pal. Legend.